0: Alright, thank you for joining us again. Hope you had a great week last week. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you're in good health and good spirits. Um, we just uh, are so grateful that you continue to follow us and listen to our podcast. So we've been talking about the gifts of God. And uh, I'm not going to rehash a lot of this. Uh, if, you ha- if you've if you missed uh, the last few, go back and listen to them. But the Bible does tell us in James chapter 1, verse 17, James 1:17 says, Every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So we know that all the gifts come from God, every gift that we have. And we, we begin to talk about first the gifts, um, the gifts of God, the gifts that God gives to us that we must receive, the gifts that we need to ha- desire to receive, which is the gift of breath, the gift of Uh, of salvation and the gift of life and we're talking about you know god's breath not not just the breath to live but the spirit of god in us Um, that salvation that comes through jesus christ our lord and savior and then the new life the abundant life that god has given to each and every one of us so that we can live for Him and do what He has called us to do. And then we made the transition to begin to talk about the, um, the, the gifts of God. Now, these are, not, these are uh, gifts that are not required, but they are gifts that make us more productive for the advancement of His kingdom. Again, these are not requirements for the eternal life, but they are gifts that are available to each and every one of us that are born again and have made Jesus Christ Lord of our life. So last week we discussed the gifts of the Father, and we looked at the gift of prophecy, the gift of ministry, and the gift of teaching. So let's pick this up as we complete the list of the gifts of the Father. That's what we've been looking at, the gifts of the Father. In Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. Um, And we also must remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4, it says there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. All right? So there are diversities of gifts, but it's the same Spirit that gives us these gifts. And so then we're going to go again to Romans chapter 12, and we're going to pick this up in verse number 6 says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. In ministry, let us use it in ministering. He who teaches in teaching. And we covered those three last week. This week, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, and he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So let's talk about the gift of exhorting. The gift of exhorting. People who have this gift will do everything they can to inspire people to be the best that they can be. Um, You you ever been around someone that, man, they just, no matter how bad a day you're having, you can just get around some people and boy, they can just pick you up. They always know the right thing to say and how to encourage you. Um, You know, there, there, there are people out there that are just like, you know, Man, I, I just, I, I don't know how I'm going to survive. I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how I'm going to keep on going. And then you you get around someone that uh, uh, just has this gift of encouragement. And this person just challenges that person to never give up, to put their faith and their hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and tells them that, you know, begins to share with them and just makes them feel so much better about their situation. See, the God-given desire ability and power to uplift others, to inspire them to trust in God. This is a person with the gift of exhortation, the gift of encouraging others that that helps them to take a positive action in their life and in their faith. The, The person with the gift of exhortation has the ability to deliver God's word in a way that touches the heart the conscience and the will of the hearers, inspiring great faith and producing deeper devotion to Christ. I remember years ago uh, when, when I had just gotten saved and and I was struggling with you know how to live this new life. And God put someone in my my path that just always knew how to say the right thing. And they always knew how to give me the right scripture for the right time. And just just help me to to desire to to build my faith and live a deeper life for the Lord Jesus Christ. BibleStudyTools.com says of the gift of exhortation. It says, though all ministers of the gospel are to speak comfortably to the saints by preaching the doctrines of free justification by Christ's righteousness and remission of sin by His blood, by bringing the good news of salvation by Him and by opening the exceeding great and precious promises of God's Word. Man, just to get around people that, that as they begin to share the promises of God and begin to tell... You know, you, you think about people that... Um, you know, they got a bad report from the doctor and they're struggling. They're all kind of down. But uh, you just get around somebody and they begin to share the word of God with you. and They, they begin to tell you what the promises of God say. And, and it just, it does so much to lift your spirits. Probably one of the best examples of somebody that has the gift of exhortation that we can find in the Bible is found in Acts chapter four, verse 36. In the new King James version, it says, and Joseph who also was named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement. Barnabas means son of encouragement. Barnabas was an encourager. We, we continue to read in Acts and we see where uh, Barnabas was traveling with the Apostle Paul and there was a young man by the name of John Mark that was with them. And for whatever reason, uh, Mark decides to leave them halfway through their first missionary journey. But then we see later as Paul gets ready to head on in his second missionary journey, that Barnabas wants to encourage Paul to take John Mark with him. And Paul says, I'm not taking a guy, he left us. And Barnabas so believed in John Mark that, that Paul and Barnabas separated and Barnabas took John Mark with him. Now, we don't know what happens because, uh, you know, most of the two-thirds of the Bible are written by the Apostle Paul. So we don't really know what all ministries Barnabas and John Mark did But what we do know is that Paul says later on, as he's uh, uh, in Rome, as he's in prison, that he writes a letter and he says, and bring John Mark with me because he is profitable to me. What made John Mark profitable who Paul, who didn't really want John Mark to be around, I believe it was Barnabas, the encourager, the man with the gift of exhortation that was pouring into his life. I've heard from several parents and and, and judges and uh, DAs over the year, and they say, you know, oh, this person's not going to make it. You know, they've never been anything good. They've always been in trouble. And, you know, and, and I just, I don't know whether, whether it's uh, the Holy Spirit or what just in me. And I see the potential. And you get that person, you begin to to pour the Word of God into them, you begin to encourage them, and they come into the program and they spend 12 to 14 months with us, and God just radically transformed their lives. And then I begin to hear their testimony, and they, they just thank God that somebody finally believed in them and somebody finally spoke to them and encouraged them. And then you take them back to court, and the judge doesn't recognize them, their families barely recognize them, because, because somebody spent time encouraging them. Man, may we all desire and ask God for the gift of encouragement. The next gift we're going to talk about is the gift of giving. The gift of giving. These are people, there are people that will never be preachers. They'll never be teachers. They'll never be missionaries. But they believe in the Christian cause as much as anyone else in the kingdom. And they show their support by giving as much as they can to the ministry of the gospel. I remember when I first started the ministry of Adult and Teen challenge of Upper Cumberland, I had a guy write me a check for $10,000. Now, that, at that time, that was years ago, that was the largest check I'd ever held in my hand. I was in shock. But then I, and as I was telling the man how, how grateful I was, he looked at me and he said, listen, he says, I will never be able to go into the jails I will never be able to stand and preach on the street the way that you do. I will never stand behind the podium of a church and preach the way you do. I will never be able to to do the things that you do for these people. But God has given me the gift to make money. And I give the money away for the cause of the ministry. And I thank God for people like that, that that God has put in my life. People with the gift of giving... Other translations of the Bible call this the gift of generosity. Um, it's, it's, it's people that believe in contributing to the work of the ministry. Uh, the word they, that Paul uses is a more intense word, and it carries the idea of giving until it hurts, or, or giving over and over and giving in abundance above normally what people would give. See, the God-given desire and ability and power... Of one who has the financial material resources to give freely, so that others' needs are met, is a person that has the gift of giving. I'll never forget the first time I ever preached outside of my home church. Um, this was probably back in 2001, and I'd been preaching and teaching some Sunday schools in our home church to our home crowd, but never been outside. And I had a guy call me one time and, and he said, Hey, I want you to come preach at our church. And, and, you know, I talked to my pastor, my pastor gave me permission to do so. And so I went to the church and, and, uh, man, I was so nervous and I preached. So after the service, you know, we were shaking hands, talking to everybody saying goodbye. The pastor walks up and, and he hands me a wad of money. As he's shaking my hand, he sticks a whole wad of money in my hand. And, uh, and I looked at him, I said, man, what is this? He said, well, we took up an offer and he said, and, and, and it's for you. And I said, no, 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 man. I said, God's called me to preach. I said, I don't, I don't do it for money. I don't want to take your money, put it in the offering. And he said, listen, man, he said, the Bible says that a workman is worthy of his hire. He said, you came here, you preached, you gave yourself out. He said, we want to bless you with this. I said, no, I'm not going to take your money. And he looked at me and he said, do you like to give? I said, well, yes, I love blessing people. I love giving. He said, you will never be a good giver until you learn to be a good receiver. I don't know that I have the gift of giving, but I know I enjoy giving. But in order to enjoy giving, I need to be receiving so that I can give to others. So no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, you know, first and foremost, you need to give your tithes. That is not a gift. But then the offerings that you give, the the, the gifts that you send to missionaries and and to different ministries, pray that God would bless you with a gift of giving and the gift of making money to give. The next gift we're going to look at is the gift of leadership. The gift of leadership. People with the gift of leading are good at problem solving. The people with the gift of leading are good at problem problem solving. You ever just been around someone that that just uh, you know they're they're just you sit down and no matter what the problem is it just seems like they've always they've always got an answer they've always got a way to 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 walk through and to try to help you overcome those things. Um, those are people that are gifted in leadership, according to the New Spirit Field Life Study Bible. The gift of leadership also refers to those who are gifted in effectively facilitating all areas of life, Um, those that that, that have the gift for the public function of administration. See, the God-given gift of leadership is a desire and an ability with the power to guide and oversee others and other activities for the benefit of the kingdom of God. BibleStudyTools.com says that the gift of leadership is one that goes before. It's one that leads others by the way of example in his conduct and conversation. Now, again, I I don't proclaim to be the greatest leader ever, but I just know that throughout my life, and I I go back as far as like when I was um, in high school, now, I was rowdy, and I, you know, I didn't always do all the right things. But uh, uh, my peers saw something in me, and and I remember my freshman year of high school, I got elected to the student council, and I was my class president. And for the next four years in high school, I remained on the um, student council. Uh, whatever, like my first year, I think I was like a, a secretary. Then I was a treasurer. Then I was a um, sergeant-at-arms in my senior year I became the president of the school student council and I was co-captain of the football team and co-captain of the wrestling team and just just God just gave me that ability and I wasn't even living for the Lord then but it was already in me and then like I said when I was in the Marine Corps um, I just I rose to the rank of squad leader and I got meritoriously promoted not because I was the best recruit but but it was just that that I I wanted to do things the right way and I always followed instructions And, and even after that like I was in the car business. I went from a salesman all the way up to general manager. And then here in ministry, um, my first ministry position, I was, I was making $10 an hour and I was pulling weeds and mowing grass and, and just God blessed me with the ability that today I'm now the executive director of adult and teen challenges of to I believe that God gives us the gift of leadership so that we can help lead others and help, uh, others, uh, find their way into, to, to, to god just wants to use us uh, a great passage that we can refer to when it comes to to leadership is found in one timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 7 One timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 7 let me read this to you he says this is a faithful saying if a man desires the position of a bishop he desires a good work a bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, not, uh, but gentle, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous, one who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? This man is not a novice, lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. Moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach in the snare of the devil. Now it talks about a bishop, but ultimately what the Apostle Paul is talking to young Timothy about is a man that is gifted with the gift of leadership. Leadership. The next gift we're going to look at, the last gift according to uh, the gifts of the father is the gift of mercy now people with the gift of mercy they, these are the people that you know it's almost like they I don't know when I look at mercy it's also the the kind of person that has, um, the, the gift of ministry, the gift of serving, uh, the gift of exhortation kind of all rolled into one. The, the person with the gift of mercy, their heart goes out to people that you and I uh, might overlook. They have a burning passion to help hurting people. A person with the gift of mercy has been blessed by God with special sensitivity uh, to suffering and sorrow. People with the gift of mercy might might notice something that is bothering you before anyone else does. And they will come alongside you and they will pray with you and they will help encourage you and and try to edify you. See, the God-given desire, ability, and power to help comfort those in need or distress is the person that has the gift of mercy. God has given all of these gifts for the advancement of the gospel. These are not gifts for retaining for oneself, but they are gifts for receiving and giving. We need to recognize the gift that God has given us and use that gift to impact others for the kingdom of God. That's why in Romans, Paul says, whatever your gift is, use them. Use them for the advancement of the kingdom use them to encourage others use them for the edifying of the body of christ use them to to give and to bless other ministries saints of god cry out to the lord ask god to to reveal his gift for you and whatever you do use it for the kingdom father god i pray that you bless each and every one that's listening to these podcasts May it help them, may it encourage them, may it strengthen them with all might according to your glorious power. And Father, I just pray that uh, these podcasts are a blessing for we know that the word of God and the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And to God be all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week. And we'll pick this up next week as we make our transitions From the gifts of God to the gifts of the Son. So until next week, God bless.